Welcome to the Mind Body Magic Podcast. Because when your mind and body can work together, it's like magic. I'm your host, Natalie Trapasso. I'm a registered dietitian and weight loss expert. I'm here to help you up-level your health and wellness, all while making it practical. Each episode, I will give you the tools and resources to become your healthiest and happiest self. We're talking all things nutrition, mind, and body. So let's dive into today's episode. Hello everyone, welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Natalie. If you're new around here, I am so happy and grateful that you decided to join us today. So the last couple of podcasts I've done, I've been discussing hormones a lot. I found out that I have imbalanced cortisol, which is our stress hormone. Basically, I was in burnout mode. Cortisol has become somewhat of a buzz topic. Everything from cortisol is bad, how not to raise your cortisol, don't overexercise because you risk raising your cortisol, which gets confusing since so many of us for so long thought that we need to just constantly be exercising, right? And like overdoing it or just pushing ourselves harder and harder and harder. And I got this amazing question in my DMs and it said, All of my life I've heard exercising is a stress relief, but now everything I read says exercise can increase cortisol levels because it stresses the body and can inhibit the very thing that you're working out for to stay a certain weight, look, tone, etc. I know on days that I do Orange Theory, which is a high-impact cardio, and then after 25 minutes of strength training, I feel better, more focused, and sleep well, but I'm worried I'm spiking my cortisol. And I thought this was such a good, valid question. Like, are you overdoing it when it comes to exercise, or are you not pushing yourself hard enough? How do we find that balance? So I'm going to break it all down for you today. So exercise in and of itself is a form of physical stress on our bodies. Now, there are many types of stress. There's environmental stress like the chemicals we're exposed to daily, emotional stress, things like perceived stress, trauma, stress at work, and then physical stress like exercise, under eating, pain, things like that. Now like I said, cortisol is the hormone directly involved in stress. And I know cortisol gets a bad rep, but we do actually need it. We need it for our sleep and wake cycle. We need it for our blood sugar regulation. It regulates our metabolism. It's involved in our body's inflammation response. So it And in dangerous situations, like if you're being chased by something, cortisol starts that fight or flight response, which shuts off everything that's unnecessary and supplies our energy to our muscles so that you can run away quickly. And it is normal normal for our cortisol to fluctuate throughout the day. It should be the highest in the morning to wake you up and then taper off at the end of the night when it's time for you to go to sleep. So that's what normal cortisol looks like. When we exercise, we do get a spike of cortisol. But the spike in and of itself isn't necessarily a bad thing. It can actually help us manage our stress by releasing endorphins, regulating the cortisol, and helping us sleep better. So in general, exercise is a good way to help us relieve stress, sleep better, and feel good in our bodies. But on the other hand, if we start overdoing it, you can risk keeping your cortisol elevated for long periods of time, overworking your adrenal glands, which are the glands that release the cortisol, and risk having an imbalance of cortisol. So cortisol does play, like I said, it does play a role in regulating our metabolism, but it's directly involved in regulating the hormones that are involved in our metabolism. So when cortisol is chronically elevated, it will signal your body to go into storage mode and it could also increase our blood sugar, which is the root of many hormonal imbalances. So cortisol will tell our body to store fat and 
increase our blood sugar, which could cause many other hormonal imbalances. So cortisol is, it's no joke to have elevated cortisol. The reason this is getting more attention than ever is because we live in very stressful environment. We live in this like go, go, go hustle environment. We have more responsibilities than ever. We went through a freaking pandemic. Like everything is stressful. And the thing is, it's perceived stress too. So whatever you think is stressful will will spike your cortisol. So let's say, you know, your boss says, I need to see you in my office. That's stressful. You don't know why. Maybe you're going to get fired. You don't know. That's going to spike your cortisol. Also, other physical stresses like under eating and pain also play a role in stress. So let's say you have a very stressful job, two kids that you take to after school activities, and then you decide that you want to go on a diet and exercise to lose weight. So you eat 1200 calories a day, which is under eating for anybody. And then you do high intensity exercises six days a week. This is the perfect storm for burnout which sounds pretty familiar for a lot of women. So even if you kick up your exercise and you eat the same amount, you're still not going to be fueling properly for the increase of calories you're burning, which like we said, will cause those fat storage hormones to turn on and slow our metabolism. So yes, over-exercising in burnout mode will do the exact opposite of what you're trying to accomplish. You're going to be storing fat, not building muscle, everything that you're working towards, you're not going to be able to do. So I'm going to explain some signs to look out for. Obviously, this is not to diagnose you or replace medical advice. If you think you have issues with cortisol, you should definitely go ask your doctor and get tested. But some things and signs you should look for are you're really tired and lethargic. So if you're relying on caffeine to make it throughout the day, taking pre-workout or an energy drink to work out, you may be overdoing it. What I noticed is I could barely make it through a 20-minute workout without feeling extremely drained, let alone work up the energy to even want to work out. And when I cut out caffeine or really extremely cut back on caffeine, I didn't realize how tired I actually was until I didn't have that caffeine that I was drinking two to three cups of coffee a day plus other caffeine on top of that. So you're going to feel really tired and lethargic if this is going on. Sign number two, you're not sleeping well. If you're in this constant state of stress with over-exercising, under-eating, then your nervous system becomes unregulated. So your cortisol may end up spiking later in the day, keeping you awake at night, affecting your sleep, which affects your stress levels even more which affects your appetite and everything else in your body. So getting adequate sleep is super important. So if you're not sleeping well, it might be a sign that your cortisol is kind of out of balance. Sign number three, you might find that you can't regulate your emotions as well. You might get really irritated more easily. Maybe you're more anxious for no reason. And you might have brain fog and not be able to think as clearly either. Sign number four, you can also... Notice some physical changes like hair loss, dry skin, changes in your menstrual cycle, like losing it altogether or it just becoming irregular. And you might notice some muscle loss. And I know it's crazy, right? You're exercising, but you're losing muscle. Well, when our cortisol is too elevated or out of balance, and then you're not fueling your body enough, you're not going to be able to build the muscle and your muscle may be broken down for energy. You may also feel really unmotivated, like you don't care or maybe even depressed. So if you want to prevent this and thrive in your body, here are some things that you should do. You need to be fueling your body enough. 
If you're increasing your exercise, you better increase your calories too. Even if weight loss is your goal, you only want a slight calorie deficit. You need to be strategic with it. So get some help with that. Don't just pick a random calorie number. It needs to be specific to you and your activity level. That is so, so important. This also means not skipping meals because that can in turn affect your blood sugar, which in turn affects your cortisol too, which is even more stress on the body. Number two, take rest days. Your body needs rest. If you don't allow it to rest, it's not going to be able to recover well, which means it's not going to be able to get back into balance. So at least one to two days, but your body needs to rest. Number three, change up your workouts. That's why I love the practice of using the menstrual cycle to sync your workouts because it's allowing us to do different workouts at different times of the month when our hormones are changing. So when your hormones are low during your menstrual phase, you do low impact workouts like walking. And when they're at their highest during ovulation, you do high intensity exercises like HIT. But even if you don't do that, like even if you don't want to sync to your cycle, you should still switch up your workouts. So don't do high intensity exercises every time you exercise. Incorporate low impact weight training or Pilates or yoga in there too to just switch it up. And like I said, give your body a little bit of a break. Because low impact workouts aren't going to spike your cortisol as much as those high intensity interval training workouts, high intensity workouts, those spike your cortisol more than doing something like a yoga, Pilates, or a long walk. Listen to your body is number four. Your body is so amazing at telling you what it needs. If you're feeling super unmotivated, tired, and anxious, you had an intense week at work and very stressful, Maybe you just take a rest day and that's okay. Then you can come back revitalized and ready to go the next day. It's when you're constantly trying to push yourself through that, like tired, anxious, unmotivated, you know, stressful week. And then you're trying to keep pushing, pushing, pushing. You're just continuously, continuously, continuously spiking up your cortisol, making the situation worse. But if you were actually to rest and listen to your body in that time, cortisol will regulate itself. But maybe if you, you know, you're feeling good, you have okay energy, you ate balanced meals for the day and you didn't skip your meals, maybe that's the time to show up for yourself and push yourself a little bit harder. This is not an excuse to just never exercise because you think that you're stressed either. It's more like doing the right types of exercises. Like I said, those low impact ones when you are super stressed, knowing when to push yourself, when you have the energy, listening to your body. Your body will tell you what it needs. We need to get back into the practice of listening to it. And at the end of the day, everyone is different. Everyone responds to stress differently, like I said. And I'm going to tell you right now, I get stressed out very easily and overworked very easily. I'm more sensitive to this. So I have to be more mindful of what I'm doing in my life and need tools to help me with my stress management more than somebody else. So if you are feeling like, well, I feel great when I do high intensity exercises, that's great. Listen to your body. You you are able to do what feels good to you. It's more like this is so you don't overdo it. You're not pushing yourself to the point of exhaustion kind of a thing. I like this metaphor of a bucket when it comes to your health and hormones. Like think of an empty bucket and then you have water to fill it. So let's say you have a presentation at work. Add some water to your bucket because that's stressful. You skip lunch. Add some water to your bucket. That's stressful. You only sleep like five hours a night. 
add some water to the bucket, that's stressful. You overexercise, add some more water. Eventually that water is going to be overflowing. So our goal is to mitigate stressors in our lives so we don't have this overflowing bucket where we're burnt out and can't function. So if you need help identifying where you're at in your journey, Maybe you need to work with somebody, like I said, and get help to see if you're fueling your body enough or if you're in the super stressed state. As always, if you have any questions, you can come reach out to me on Instagram at naturallynatalie.rd. But I hope this helped you and I hope you have the best day ever. Bye. Thank you so much for pushing play today. If you enjoyed this podcast, I'd so appreciate a five-star review so I can help more people. Also, come join me on Instagram and TikTok at naturallynatalie.rd so we can connect. Thank you guys. I hope you have the best day ever. Goodbye.